Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Semifinals are coming to a close. Monday night is just about to get started for us. I am Natter alongside Bud. And how are you doing right now? First of all, Merry Christmas. We're, we're getting very close. You know, ha- so, yes, ha- Merry Christmas. Happy here. Hanukkah. Uh, not quite. Congratulations on your PS5. Oh, yes. Are, are you congratulating me that um, I was able to secure a PS5 uh, from Best Buy today? I'm, I'm very I'm very proud of you, sir. Thank you. Thank it's, you. It's thank been you. a battle. It's been a struggle. It, it you're, was. You, you're in a battle right now for semis. Yes. In one of our leagues, you know, we're definitely heavily invested in this league. A bunch of our good buddies are in this one. I'm in the semis with another very good friend of mine. I'm hoping to be uh, one of the best men in his wedding. Wait, you have friends? No, I don't. Acquaintances. Oh, okay, oh, okay. okay. It's just I was just I was just trying to make sure. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. So I mean, uh, we're, we're dead battle, deadlocked, and uh, he has Chase Claypool in his flex, and that's all he has left. He needs ten points. Now he needs eleven points, eleven and a half, in order to overtake. Him. Half point PPR. Half point PPR. What do you think my chances are right now? Uh, as I said, Fancy Jesus said Ramez is gonna win. Okay. So. We'll see if Fancy Jesus is correct. Ouch, that's rough. And, uh, I mean, in the Listener League, I actually got knocked out. I lost. Oof. I lost. I, and I put a lot of faith in Keenan Allen, and I put him with Justin Herbert. I like that stack a lot. It has brought me to the semis. I said, you know what, I'm going to live by this, uh, live by the stack and die by the stack. And, uh, I mean, while Herbert, he did fantastic. That stack definitely did not me did not do me any favors. It was it was a brutal day for Allen, but I mean he brought you there. He brought it, me there, so I was comfortable losing because it, of him. It happens in playoffs, you know. It, it really does. But this is what we've been waiting for. It's what we were waiting for, and yeah. uh, you know, he, the, my opponent he also produced the stack, but he did it with Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley. How did that go, sir? <laughs> uh, they both put up exactly twenty seven together. Yeah, and then uh, I mean, uh, ball uh, mix in with Baltimore defense and a little Jonathan Taylor, and I was out for the count. It was probably brutal. It, it, I mean, I I made it close. You know, it was a close game. You know, my team did not step down, but uh, we definitely did not step up to the occasion. So, I mean, that's fantasy football. You're gonna win some. You're gonna lose some. You're gonna have a good week. Your opponent, he just might have a better week. So, uh, there's nothing to do about that. You can you can just tip your hat to the opponent, get him next year, and uh, that's what we're gonna do. Absolutely. So of course we got the NFL headlines today. We're gonna go over the wild week that we had, and then of course, uh, I mean, it, it is championship week for most of us, a majority of us. And if it's not championship week for you, then I do not consider your league a legitimate league. Sorry, uh, I just feel like I needed to say that. If week seventeen is your championship, you're not a league. Yeah, you're talking about after this week. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. so week sixteen. Yeah, yeah. A- absolutely. Week seventeen should not be a championship week ever. And ne- never in the history of football or fantasy football should week 17 ever be championship week so uh of course we're going to talk about waivers but uh i mean uh, we're going to try to stick to people that are actually going to be in your championship lineup i'm going to tell you i'm not going to tell you to pick up the backup running back for so and so just hoping that he somehow becomes a starter for you yeah it's do or die and uh we're going to get into it nfl headlines josh Gordon, and then and a name and we've been throwing his name around a couple times. We've talked about him, and he's going to get added to the fifty-three man roster by Seattle. Yeah, I mean, fancy wise, doesn't matter, does it? It, it? it does not matter, doesn't it? I'm not going to put him in at all, even close, not even be on my roster. What you do need to think about is it going to affect DK or is it going to affect Lockett? I think it's got to affect. DK a little bit more than Lockett because Lockett, he's not even that productive. He's he's been very inconsistent compared to the first eight weeks of the season when he was number five wide receiver to now. I mean, it's been a massive drop off, right? You you haven't seen those massive games. You haven't seen the touchdowns that he's been scoring. DK has just been eating it all up, and I mean, it's rightfully so when somebody's six five, six four, you know, has a monstrous little vertical leap it's very easy to throw him the ball and you know it's not surprising when he comes down with it but josh gordon he's also a big man he's also got some speed he you know he's, he's like a midi dk you know 
It's like a mini DK. He's not quite DK, but he's like mini DK. Yeah, he just needs to be on the field and looks like he's going to be. So DK's only start for you then. He's still the only start. You know, staying away from Lockett. You're trying to get the guys who are going to be consistent for you, right? I don't mind starting Tyler Lockett. You need a boom player sometimes. In your lineup, you need a boom player. And, you know, if he's in your wide receiver three three slot, I don't mind you putting him in there for that boom potential. Because if he puts up 25, you win your week. And his lowest could be three points. I mean, which isn't that bad of a floor if you think about it. It could do a lot worse. It's pretty bad. Three is pretty bad. But that's his lowest. Keenan was 2.5. Yes. But that was his lowest. You know, he's usually going to get you about three, four catches. 30, 40 yards. He's like a tight end at that He's point. He's like a six, seven points. Yeah. Usually. That, that's what okay. I'm expecting out of him with the 30 point potential. I mean, I, I, I don't mind it. I'll do it. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So, Stefan Diggs had a mini scare with his ankle. He randomly got carted off the field and then he got carted back onto the sideline. Does, does, does that mean he's soft? soft? If he's fine. I mean, you got carted off and then you're fine. Yes, you got carted off and then you're But at the same time, like, I'll get carted off just to get carted off. He is a diva wide receiver. You know, he's he's just trying to, you know, show out a little bit. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, you just absolutely decimated the Denver secondary on Saturday. Put up like 160 yards. I'll, you better cart me off. You expect me to walk? Oh, yeah. I'm, I expect you to walk. No, I'm not walking. <laughs> well, then you're going to be crawling, What's sir. What's the cart there for? It's for me. No. Yeah. What it's for my doing? water boy. You can go get me snacks. No, no. Yep. The cart is for Stefan Diggs. That Definitely is his not. ankle. He, his ankle seems to be okay. That's what the initial report is. I fully expect him to be out and about Sunday against the Patriots. Absolutely. So Clyde Edwards Hilaire, had, he had a bad, nasty little fall. It looked brutal for half a second. Luckily for him, and I guess, well, I mean, it's not for everybody's sake because now he is done for the year, but he should be back for playoffs time. But, I mean, it's a high ankle sprain. Le'Veon Bell is going to be handling the reins from here on out the rest of the year and even probably most of the playoffs. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So we'll get into it another week or down the line going over the games and how we feel about him. But Le'Veon Bell, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Oh. I'm curious to see how he does. I mean, we, we've seen him before play multiple games. I mean, he played most of last week's or this Sunday's and the week before that when he had his uh, stomach flu. And it has been unimpressive and unconvincing. If he does not score a touchdown, he will not be a – he's a touchdown-dependent running back. Yeah, he played a little bit better against that New Orleans Saints defense, but you got to risk it for the biscuit. We'll, we'll see. We'll get into it a little bit later this week. Of course, Todd Gurley is the new backup to Ito Smith. That is the initial report that he will not be the starting running back anymore. How confident are you in Ito Smith? Not confident. Not confident at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, how do I feel about Todd Gurley? Not, not confident. confident. <laughs> Stefan Gilmore done for the year with a partially torn quad. So that's big news for Diggs, right? That's big news. Beca- because Gilmore's not going to be there. Gilmore's not going to be there. Who's going to lock up Diggs? No Nobody's no, going to lock up Diggs. No one is definitely the answer. A fun, a fun little mini fact: Dory Jackson on the Patriots. He currently has, I think, seven interceptions on the year. Ooh. So I mean, he's. I see you. The Patriots, they got a deep secondary. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like you yeah. know. I mean, it's not necessarily next man up behind Stephon Gilmore. You can't necessarily replace him, but they got people. But as we talked about before. The, the number one wide receiver going against the Patriots has had a very hard time compared to the wide receiver two. So maybe that's Gilmore. Maybe that's Dory Jackson. We're going to find out for sure this week. I think Diggs is going to eat. I think he's going to eat. I think this is more important for the Josh Allen owner going into the championship as I typically expect a Josh Allen owner would considering he put up, uh, what is that, 34 points. In a four point per passing league. Just killing uh, he, it. Just killing it. So, I mean, uh, I think that's good for him because last time they played the Patriots earlier in the year, I think he only put up about nine fantasy points. He's progressing massively compared to what he did the years before. Oh, yeah. When I went over the stats the years before, he barely threw at all. It, it was kind of embarrassing, and, and he's really made a massive leap this year. We, we talked about him before the draft time. 
or before you know this season's draft when we're you know prepping for the uh, redraft leagues and uh, your biggest knock on him was he doesn't have any games over 300 passing yards he didn't have he he had barely any i think he and had two it was it was not a lot and i think he, he had two yeah he didn't show and they got him digs and he's uh, there's been a massive leap this year there's no doubt leap. about it i put him top five mm-hmm. and he's been top five so far absolutely thank you thank, thank, thank you thank absolutely. you thank you so I mean, uh, Stefan Diggs back to go to go back on topic. Uh, Stefan Gilmore, he's going to be out for the year, and uh, I think this massively affects their defense. Also, if you were considering starting them against the Bills, yeah, and I think one thing we need to talk about is Cam Newton. Drop him. Drop him. Just drop him. Just drop him. Cut him. <laughs> drop him. Is brutal. I just had to. I had to put that in there. Just had to. Oh God! So we're we're gonna talk about the games. We're gonna talk about the games. Uh, the more important ones. Want to make a little? Yeah, yeah a little yeah, spice, yeah, a little yeah, a little yeah, juice, a little yeah. fun. I get, it, I get, it, I get. It. All right. So let's talk about the games. Don't do we're, it. We're, we're, we won't talk about all the games, you know. But we're gonna talk about most of the games. So we're gonna start off. Don't don't do it. I won't I won't do it just yet. Okay. okay. I won't do it just yet. Gonna we're cry. gonna start off with Seattle against Washington. Okay. Because it is it, it's a threat. Why is it a threat? Because Washington defense is no joke. No. They stifled Russell Wilson. They stifled DK Metcalf. They stifled Chris Carson. And it's a little worrisome considering they go against now Carolina this week. And Robbie Anderson, a little disappointing. DJ Moore, I'm going to expect him to be disappointing. I mean, he came up with 150 passing yards, or catching, receiving yards, sorry, yeah. against Green Bay. So he had a massive game. But I'm not anticipating him doing that again against Washington. I'm expecting Washington's defense to be a good fantasy start in your championship game. But I also want to point out a quick stat for Russell Wilson uh, before he started trademarking. Let Russ, <laughs> let Russ cuss. Cook. It's okay. It's it started. Go again. Okay, go again. Okay, go again. Go again. So before he trademark, let Russ cook. Oh, nailed it. Thank you. Just thank you. Beautiful. He, he, he was averaging about twenty nine fantasy points per the uh, you know four point per passing leagues. Just killing it. After he trademarked it, he's averaging about sixteen per passing league or for per, per four point passing league. Brutal. It's brutal. So I mean, at this point, I'm gonna tell Russ to stop cooking. Yeah. And so. I do want to talk about Washington a little bit because okay. we had an argument a little bit about McLaurin yes. and 12 targets with McLaurin when Dwayne Haskins is in there. And then Logan Thomas, 13 receptions with 15 targets. So even if Dwayne Haskins is a starter, I'm lining up McLaurin. I'm lining up Logan Thomas and I'm feeling comfortable about it. How do you feel? I'm comfortable with Logan Thomas. Okay. I'm very comfortable with him. Okay. I mean, in the tight end atmosphere, He's great. He's tight end in the tight end one conversation for sure. That's not saying much. No, not at all. But you know, you're putting him in there. You're putting him in there. You're putting him in there. You're putting your rule. You know, you're you're starting him and uh, your whole. This was, I think, a ceiling game for him. Okay. This is a ceiling game. I don't think he's doing it again. I don't think he's going to get 150 receiving yards. 100, Uh, 100 yards. 100 yards. 15 targets. 15 targets. That that's the major thing that you're looking at. Is for me, it's a target count. I'm surprised. I mean, with a Bobby Wagner on that defense, I would expect him to be on the line uh, on the tight end a little bit more, try to do something to stifle that. But I'm not expecting this. This is a ceiling game. No touchdown, but this is still a ceiling game for him. I'm I'm gonna hamper my expectations a little bit, but I'm still rolling him out. McLaurin, you you don't have anybody better than McLaurin. Let's just face it. And I mean, any time you were talking about in general is 12 targets for a wide receiver. You got to feel comfortable with the talent margin of Terry McLaurin. You got to put him in your line. You're, you're putting him in your line. He might, he might Keenan Allen you, yeah, but you're putting him out there. Absolutely, possibility. You know, he he brought you to the ship. You're gonna die by the ship, and uh, that's what McLaurin just might do. Considering, uh, I mean, well, they have a semi decent matchup against the Carolina Panthers. I expect him to do a lot better. And I expect him to at least get a touchdown. His his touchdown production is what frustrates me because how much that regressed. Yeah. But I mean, if if the yards are there, the targets are there, you're you're putting them out there. There's no reason for you to not do that. Yeah, absolutely. You got a game for me? Do I have a game for you? You have well, a game me, for me. Let me look at the schedule. All right, let me, my bad, let me my make bad. sure we we have a, a little conversation, a little little tidbit here and there. You know what I mean? So I want to go to 
The guy I talked about last week. Okay, which guy? You know, Jalen Hurts, the Eagles-Cardinals game. You know, Jalen Hurts, I talked about, you could potentially start him. You and can. He, he killed it. He killed it. He absolutely killed, killed it. Killed it. And, I mean, th- 338 yards, three touchdowns, and then one rushing touchdown. He played He played very well. So he had 401 total yards this game. Carson Wentz has never had 401 total yards in a game. It's – he – serious question here. Okay. Okay. And it's going to be a little off topic from fantasy football, but I think it needs to be talked about. Let's talk about it. When do you cut ties with Wentz? He like, said he wants to start. Wentz says he wants to start. He wants to start. Uh, yeah. I would like to start for the Philadelphia Eagles. Same. But does it mean I'm going to win them games? No. And you haven't shown that. This year, you've been atrocious. He's been horrible. Let's face it. The team has not changed from when Wentz was starting and when Hurts was starting. And this is a completely different team. The offense looks a lot better, even without any weapons at wide receiver. The read option opens up so many opportunities for wide receivers because now the defense isn't worried about you. They're worried about the quarterback. They're worried about the RB. They're worried about the transfer of handoffs. It allows you so much freedom that Carson Wentz just can't allow. I mean, you see it with Patrick Mahomes. They they run the option game a lot. They run a lot of speed options. You got to worry about him. You got to worry about Kelsey. You got to worry about Tarby Kill. You got to worry about Ceh, and then obviously his arm and how that could beat you. It, it's just a different element that he adds to the offense that Carson Wentz can. And it's not Carson Wentz's fault. You know, he's he wasn't born an athlete like <laughs> like, like Jalen Hurts. He was a mathlete. He, he was a mathlete. He's you know? different. So he's built different. And, he, you know, that offense does not suit his needs. You saw it when Nick Foles operated the offense in the Super Bowl. It was just a different team when he was there. And, and I know you like Wentz. Yes. You know, and we talked about it. A good amount this year, actually. We, we spent a lot of the time he on He has not looked the same. He's just not the same. It, it, it's really it's, sad. So, I wouldn't get rid of him next year. You I have would, to. I, I think you hurts. Make sure you have your guy. And then you try to trade him in the beginning of the season if you really think Hurts is going to be your guy. I don't think you cut him in the offseason, but are you cutting him in the offseason? You cannot trade Wentz right now with his current contract. He just signed an extension and you're not even into the extension yet. I mean, they could restructure it. You're going to have to restructure it. I mean, you, you can make that kind of happen, but cutting it's more likely scenario, right? The, the, they have leverage with Carson Wentz. You got to get a draft pick out of that. Yeah. He is still an NFL quarterback. There's still a lot of NFL quarterback needy teams. I mean, he can go to the Patriots if they don't resign Newton. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be a very good fit for them. Or you can go into something else like Washington. The football team, they don't necessarily have a quarterback. Everybody mm-hmm. knows right now Haskins is probably. I, I love that Washington team. Washington football team, they they don't necessarily have a quarterback. They need an answer there. He can go there. and You, you know he's going to see the Eagles twice a year. It adds a little bit of juice to it. He can go to Detroit if they cut ties with Matthew Stafford and rebuild. He can go to Indianapolis you know, because Phillip Rivers isn't going to be there for very long. There's a, there's a lot of different places he can go to denver if they don't like drew lock i mean th- there's a lot i mean of, co- of course we're just going scenario over scenario over scenario here but i mean there's a lot of places he can go if if the raiders don't like Derek carr they can go and pick up carson wentz you know th- there's just a lot of different places where he can go right now and uh, he is a good and people have seen what he can be you just give him a good offensive line give him you know something comfortable that he can work with he'll be fine but right now jalen hurts is the guy yeah, it definitely looks like it. Another person I want to talk about in this game is Kenyon Drake for the Cardinals. Obviously, Kyler Murray's been killing it. I don't think we need to get into it a little bit more than that. Hopkins has been killing it too. 11 targets, 169 yards and touchdown. But nice. Drake, 26 yards, 10 carries. Chase Edmonds, 11 carries, 47 yards. I don't think Chase Edmonds is going to be the workhorse in that offense. He had his opportunity. It didn't didn't work out, right? Yeah. But Kenyon Drake is not the answer, and I think we've seen it all year. Well, well, I'm going to stop you for a second because Kenyon Drake left the game with injury. Okay. So, I mean, they might have taken him out to take him out. Yeah. yeah. But I'm I'm sure the injury took place. I mean, because Chase Edmonds was a game-time decision. Yeah, he was. It didn't look like he was going to play. I didn't think he was going to play. 
So I'm very surprised that one he played too that they would give him this much of a workload knowing that he's injured. I mean, uh, injured. Kenyon Drake would have to be severely injured, not severely injured, but in a lot of pain. Is there any news? No, nothing yet. Do we have anything? No, we don't have news on it. I wanted to add it to the weekly headlines or the NFL headlines, but because there wasn't anything, I felt like I didn't want to just spitball fake news out there. So we'll exit this game out. How about that? Okay. Is Kenyon Drake the answer for the Cardinals next year? Unless they find something better. Like say, you know, say we're going with hypotheticals because we like hypotheticals around here. Uh, Say Green Bay doesn't like Aaron Jones or Aaron Jones is asking for too much. You know, the green. Imagine him on Arizona. He'd he'd be eating all day. Yeah. Uh, another better scenario: say the Packers sign Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. and then they can't afford Jamal Williams because they're both on contract years. Jamal would be a Jamal good Williams can go there, yeah. and I think he would eat just the same. I mean, th- there's a lot of RBs out there. It's it's not like they're it's a decimated talent pool like quarterbacks are. No, there's there's a lot, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I don't think Kenyon Drake is doing the job that they want him to do. Oh, uh, which which is surprising you because I mean? those first seven games it looked like he was everything they needed out of him. It's been a decline. I I think that's Hopkins. Hopkins, you know, made them look somewhere else, and they they said, "Why should we throw it to Kenyon Drake? We'll just throw it to Hopkins instead." Same thing. Yeah, but. Well, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, I do expect Kenyon Drake to come back this week. Uh, I don't think he's going to be that relevant. But, I mean, if he plays, you're going to have to start him, right? Yeah, you're not going to have another better option. Yes. So, let's talk about the Jets. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Who's the Jets? The, the, Never the, heard of them. The team with the best coach in the NFL, baby. The how do you f- Adam Gase. How do you feel if you're the Rams right now? You have to feel so stupid. <laughs> you have to feel so stupid. Because, I mean, they're in the fight for first, yeah? They were, not anymore. Not anymore. They lost but whatever chance they had. They were in a fight for first. They were. And uh, you lost to a team that was 0-13. I mean, they, they were kind of a fake Good team. They're like the Packers. Sorry, sorry. I'm going to. I'm, I'm, You're good. Keep, I'm keep, dissing teams right now. Keep on going. Keep I think the going. Packers are a fake first place team i think the rams are a fake for place first place team because the rams they got swept by the niners and i don't necessarily think the niners are that great and if you're gonna get swept by the niners and you lose to the jets you're gonna have a short-lived playoff run if you can even make the playoffs so before you keep going okay break it down for me what are the issues the issue is uh just coherency i mean the, you can't run the ball effectively uh, Cam well, Akers, who the running back is half the time. Cam Akers, I just don't think he's the best of the RBs that you can possibly get out there. I think they need something else. They need to be able to run the ball effectively. If you can't run the ball effectively, ninety percent of McVay's scheme doesn't work. It's kind of like Kyle Shanahan. It starts with the run and ends with the run. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we got to give some quarter credit to the Jets. Yes. The defense is their defense is pretty good. Their defense is good. Didn't you know I, I mean? talk about the defense being pretty good? You did. Thank you. Their defense is Thank pretty you. good. Their offense is pretty bad on a regular basis. Fun fact for the you offense, uh, Dak Prescott currently has more passing yards than Sam Darnold. So do you think Sam Darnold's issue or do you think Adam Gase is? Because, I mean, I want to hear your take before so, I get I mean, into it. They're not getting Trevor Lawrence anymore. No, they 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 blew that up. They blew that. So there's no way the Jaguars are going to blow it up like they did. So now they need to answer or ask a serious question of: Is Sam Darnold better than every QB in the draft class? That's not Trevor Lawrence. I could see them drafting a quarterback and Darnold being gone. I would stick with Sam Darnold, and I would fix everything wrong with that team in the first place first you get a better offensive line i would too get yourself a good weapon some more weapons on that offense get him a good tight end a big body tight end you know i need a possession receiver on the tight end i need a chain mover crowder he's good but he's not a chain mover let me give you some hypotheticals okay okay? i like hypotheticals we keep sam darnold okay They, they draft uh two offensive linemen Solidify that offense. Okay. 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 I'm you like interested. Him, you like him where I'm going? I'm very so, interested. So, so then maybe third round they're drafting a running back. Just a backup. Okay. Your boy, Michael Pirine. 
and then they, they fight for that fight for that spot. You you see where I'm going so far? I'm I'm following. All right. And then are you ready for this? Yes. Kenny Galladay with Jamison huh. Crowder okay. and then Denzel Mims on the side, Crowder okay. going in the slot, and then you got Darnold. Darnold has all the weapons he needs right there, plus a good offensive line, plus a run game, plus a good defense. There should be no excuses there. No excuses after that. If you have yourself a Kenny Galladay, did, you should have no excuses. Did, did, I have a question. Did I just fix the Jets in 30 seconds? Hold on. Let me, let me check my stopwatch. Check the watch. 29. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Because I, I do think Denzel Mims is talented. Uh, I think he's got a long way to go, but I think he's talented. I think Jamison Crowder is a phenomenal route runner, which works very well in slot. And I haven't seen enough from Darnold. I don't... I, it's hard for me to say Darnold is the answer, but let's let me go to my quarterback guru, sir. I like him. I like him. You know, you know, I've been pretty good so far on the quarterbacks playing. You know, you know, I got a little. I, I got to get ask the vibrations. Ask the, the vibrations. Air. Ask the vibrations in the air, and they say okay. he can do it. He can do he it. He can do it. He just needs he needs a little help. You know, I don't know if that's just a different offense that he needs to go into, but he he knows how to throw the football. He knows how to make a read. He knows how to read a defense. And uh, when you have that ability, then you you just need to have a play caller that calls the correct plays. So hypothetically, hypothetically, okay. We do everything I said we needed to do. Okay. Okay. For the jets. Okay. They're still horrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whose fault is it? Adam Gase or Sam Darnold? Cause I mean, let, let's, let's be serious. If they're horrible again, Darnold's gone. Yes. Gase is gone. Yes. I, I think that's obvious. And, and what we're saying Gase is gone. Because, I mean, if they won this game, there is no point in firing yeah. Adam Gase anymore. I can't believe they still have him. I, I can't believe it either, but th- this win solidifies him staying there. Because now, like, what are they going to do? They can't draft the quarterback that they originally wanted. So they might as well just keep him. True. True. Like, what, like, what are you going to do now? Like, there's no reason for them to fire him other than he's so, trash. So, I mean, if he, I'm if I'm Trevor Lawrence, okay, I'm watching every Jets game and I'm like, they're going to win. They're going to win. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so before I get super into that, okay, would you rather be on Jaguars or Jets? I was just about to ask you that. I would rather be on the Jets. I'm I'm going to have to kind of agree a little bit. I would rather I, be on the Jets. I think it's close. If they do, if they do what I I said they should do, I hundred percent go to the Jets. But DJ Tark is pretty good wide receiver. He's, he's noth- nothing crazy, right? James Robinson is a good running back. Okay, I think that offensive line is a lot better shaped than the Jets. Okay, they need weapons. So if yes. they draft Trevor Lawrence and get a Kenny Galladay, okay, would you would you would you still be on Jets? Do what I tell them to do. Hypothetically, okay, it's a good team. Or Jaguars do what I say. Would you rather go Jaguars or Jets? So, so the Jets have a better defense than the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. True, but you're not playing on the defense. He so doesn't does care about really the care. defense. Yeah, he, exactly. He could care less. Yeah. So right now, the Jaguars have the better offense, but the Jaguars are in a better division. Do you want to go against that? Oh, well, he let, might. let me take that back. Let me take that back. All right. Colts, they got a good defense. Titans. Yes. You would think they have a good defense. They, they don't. Do, they don't really have a good defense. No. They, they, and, then, they, and then you go to Houston. They don't really have it. They don't. J, they have JJ Watt, but they're still not a defense. Texans are in shambles. They're going to be in shambles for years. I they're going to be. How you're in shambles? You have a. You have, this, wa- you have a Deshaun Watson. This is what I'm going to say, and you're okay. going to hate it. They're going to be the Cleveland Browns for the next ten years. No. Yes, they are. They are a hundred percent the Cleveland Browns for the next ten years. I'm calling it now. Hot spice, whatever you want to call it, but the Texans absolutely blew up their team, and their head coach slash GM destroyed that team. Well, to be fair, if he knew he was going to be fired, I'd do the same. So, wow. <laughs> so you just screwed over fifty-two people, yeah. plus plus a whole, literally football fan. Okay, that that's got to hurt. It does, but how cool would you feel? That's like blowing up a building and then doing the slow mo walkout. Have you done that? I wish I could. <laughs> Jesus, I, I get I'm, what I get what you're saying. Okay, I get I get what you're saying, but God, that would hurt. 
Maybe it's because from my side. Okay. Al Davis absolutely blew up the Oakland Raiders. And then? And then it was uh, hurt for like 15 years. Well, he died. So, I mean, I guess that was his blow up. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, but you, you see it. Okay. You see it. You made some motions. Maybe. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not gonna comment on the motions, but they weren't nice. I'm just saying. Okay. So, I mean, okay. So, back, back to the original topic. <laughs> First, well, what was I'd rather be on the Jets. Okay, I mean, they're in the Big Apple. I don't want to okay. go to Jacksonville. Yeah, but you got the media. You got the media everywhere. Media is going to be brutal in New York. That's the hardest place. Yeah, but that's Jacksonville. Do you want to go to Jacksonville? No one wants to live in Florida. Yeah, I mean, like, well, who's in, did, did you did you hear about the the airplane in Florida? Like the passengers in Florida that had COVID. No, it's just like something. It's a Florida thing. It's just a Florida thing. Look on the news every day, and there's something with Florida. Like, type in your name, put Florida guy, and there's going to be something insane that you would never expect. Why my name? Well, not your name. Just okay. say, just put any date. doesn't okay. matter what date it is. Say, man arrested, and then we'll come up with some crazy thing. Florida. You know what I mean? I Someone mean, ate bath salts and tried to eat a baby or something weird. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't know. That was oddly specific. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can look it up and see if there's actually anything on, on the news. I'm Would you be interested? I'm pretty sure it happened. I'm sure. I'm it pretty has. sure it happened I'm in Florida. Sure so I mean, you're going to the Jets or you're going to the Jaguars? When I have to, do I have to live in Florida? Like, can I live? I, I, I mean, Miami seems Miami seems nice, but you're not going to be in Miami. You're going to be in Jacksonville. You, I mean, how long of a drive is Miami to Jacksonville? Let's assume like two hours. I don't know, but I mean, I'm rich enough to be able to buy a house by the stadium just so I can like go. And then if I have a week off or whatever, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm probably going New York those hurricanes because there. I'm good. It's nicer. You don't have to live in Florida. I mean, I think you still don't have to live in Florida. I think Florida is uh, yeah. Jacksonville yeah. has had a rough time as an organization. To support the players. When you have the players association saying don't sign to Jacksonville, you're not doing something right. Yeah, and you have like a lot of other teams like Cleveland Browns and stuff like that, and they still tell you not to sign. They they told you to you know right, I mean? they told you to sign to Washington football team than Jacksonville. All right. They don't even uh, have a team name. Exactly. Like Oh my God. But I'm gonna miss Minshew. You're gonna miss Minshew? I'm gonna miss Minshew. Yeah, I, I, I think he could be a backup. He could be a backup. You know, he could be a solid backup. Like, uh, you remember the Chargers uh, backup quarterback? Mm-hmm. Jesus? Backup Jesus? Backup Jesus? I, I know the face. I don't know the name. Oh, my God. I'll try to look it up. Okay. While you're doing that, I'm actually going to talk about the Kansas City. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we're going to know another game. We're going to talk about Kansas City against New Orleans. <laughs> and then, n- not for anything, you know, actually about the game. I want to talk about that pass. I showed you the pass replay. You, you we did saw sh- it. You did show me the pass. And I want to say that was a lateral. Mahomes lateraled it to Kelsey, and it was a rush. So Kelsey should lose half a point if you're in a PPR or whatever PPR format you're in. Or Mahomes should lose six points and two yards for that pass. You Or for the lateral, I should say. Extra salty about this. I'm not salty. So can you you give me a run? Do you have a stake in this or... Well, I mean, in the league, yeah, I am going uh, against okay. Mahomes. There we go. But, I mean, like, uh, I just call it how I see it. It looks like a lateral. It is very, very close. Because we, we, we slow-moed it, and I recommend everybody slow-moing it while they you know, listen and do it and see what we say. Because it looks like Mahomes is on the two-and-a-half when he throws the ball. And it looks like Kelsey is on the three when he catches it. I'm not a mathematician, but that means you threw it backwards. You just ain't built like that. I, I'm just not built just not to be built. a melt. You know what I mean? I just, we should we call Wentz? Carson Wentz? He, yeah. You know, he's, a, he's a math guy. He's a math guy. He's you know? a math guy. You know? So, I mean, I'll, I'll call him. I'll have my people get to his people, and then his people can let me know what he thinks. It's very close. I'll, I'll say that. I think it can go either way. It's not It's not getting changed. It's, it's not, but it is super, super close. I, I think the big thing is, is Mahomes gets that touchdown. Yeah, because right now, Mahomes is going for MVPs. He's going for stats. When you call a play like that, you're specifically going for the stat line, and and you know NFL loves Mahomes. He, he's the poster boy now. Yeah, you know, Tom Brady. He moved out of the way. Aaron Rodgers. You're old. Congratulations. Tom, Tom you're Brady. Gone. Who? Never heard of her. So right now he he's the poster boy, 
And uh, they're going to make sure they hype him up and give him the best numbers to make him look the best, obviously. So I, that's staying a pass, regardless of how upset and butthurt I am in this scenario. It's it's going to be okay. All right. It is going to be okay. Are we going to gloss over the fact Derrick Henry stiff-armed another man into the Shadow Realm? I'm going to gloss it over. <laughs> that that guy is a monster. He's just so just big. Just an absolute freak. So I'm scared of the boogeyman. I'm scared of uh, parachuting to my death in Call of Duty. And then not opening the parachute and then just and just pancaking and just on the floor. Yeah. Happened to me. Uh, I am scared of the boogeyman and I am scared of Derrick Henry stiff arming me to the shadow realm. <laughs> you never come back, dude. I'm not, You can never call yourself a man after that happens. That's it. You're going to have to just tuck it in between your legs and. Go through life without your testosterone. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Any other games, or are we going to the segment? Okay, so so, so one my one minor detail. Yep, yep. Let's hear it. In the Miami game, yeah, <laughs> yes, there was a fumble by Cam Newton, uh huh, and it was picked up by Xavier Howard for a touchdown, uh huh, and. You know, me being genius, holding on to Miami defense, mm-hmm. I thought I just gained another nine points right there. Nine-point swing. Played you. Played me. You know why? Because it grazed the foot of a lineman while he was stepping out of bounds before Xavier Howard could pick it up. Are you okay? I'm not saying I'm sad because, I mean, that, that's just the rule and that's the way it is, but, like. Do you think you would have won? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you still got a chance. Still got a let's, chance. Let's not go ahead of ourselves okay. here. But. Sometimes it just happens. It happens. So, so at first I was like, oh, you know, while they were reviewing the play, I was like, okay, so I, I lose the touchdown, but I get three points for a fumble recovery. That's not bad, right? Nope. Nope. And, uh, that's, uh, that's not too shabby. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, Scott Hansen, the, the the handsome host that he is, says, hey, guys, actually, it was overturned. It's not a fumble. And then, you know, I just kind of sat there like, wow, that's how the cookie crumbled on me, huh? That's how the cookie crumbled. It is how the cookie crumbled. All right, so uh, that, that, that's enough about the games. Actually, you know what? Well, one more. You got one, one more? One more. Okay. One more one Give it to me. Give it so to we're going to talk about Drew Locke. Yeah. And we're going to talk about Josh Allen compared to Drew Locke. I, I love it. I love it. So I, I, I found this nice statistic, right? Okay. So Josh Allen in his first 15 games, mm-hmm. all right? Okay. Eight and seven. That was his win record. Okay. 55% completion percentage. 6.7 yards per attempt. Okay. Touchdown to interception ratio of 13 touchdowns and 18 interceptions. Oof, yeah. And a passer rating of 68.8. Rookie year. Uh, first 15 starts. Okay. First 15 starts total. Drew Locke, 8 and 7. Same. Mm-hmm. 59.5 completion percentage, 4% higher. A little better. Uh, 6.7 yards per attempt, exact mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. Interception to touchdown ratio, 20 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Mm-hmm. So he has a better positive record. Yeah. And a comp- a passer rating of 79. So 10 points pa- points per pass higher, or okay. passer rating higher, I should say. Okay. So where are we going with this? So Break it down. I want to ask you, what do you think of Drew Locke? He doesn't look good. Doesn't look that great? He does not look good right now. Is he, Does he look better than Josh Allen his first year? Are we talking fantasy or are we talking just an NFL quarterback? NFL quarterback. Because Josh Allen had the Running rushing. Ability. So, I mean, it, it, comparing that, Josh Allen. You know what I mean? But as an NFL quarterback, I think they're pretty close. I think they're pretty even. I think Drew Locke is better. Okay. I think Drew Locke will be better as soon as he takes a stupid visor off. He's not a running back. He looks cool. He wants he, to. He wants to wear it. He does look cool. You, yeah, you look good. Play good. Okay, get it right. Write it down. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Come on. So I mean, well, while you just proved me wrong, absolutely, I uh, nailed it. Uh, I think Drew Locke will be fine. He just, I think he'll be fantastic. I think he needs a little bit better of an offensive line. I, th- I, th- I think th- they need a new coach. I think they need a new offensive coordinator yeah. or head yeah. coach. And I then think ha- they just need to wipe it. Wipe it. Wipe it. The, you can't get rid of a defensive coordinator or a defensive-minded coach that good. Then you need to get someone who is a brilliant offensive mind. 
on the offensive coordinator side, and yeah. then he, which is near impossible half the time. It's near impossible, and once he shows that he is somewhat intelligent, mm-hmm. he's going to get scooped up somewhere Gone. else. Uh, yeah. So, so I mean, Drew Locke, I think they need to stick with him. I think they need to build on him. I think he'll be just fine. So, do you think it's just offensive line? Because I mean, so Sutton will be back. I, I'm not saying cut him. I'm not mm. saying that. I'm not saying bench him. Uh, you're going to give him another year. I'll at, give him two at, more years. At the least. Two more years. So hopefully Jerry Judy increases his role next year. Cortland Sutton will be back. Noah Fant is moving in the right direction. Um, he feels comfortable with him. 11 targets, touchdown. They're moving in the right direction here. Offensive coordinator, I think, is the biggest thing for me. I think they need um, better play calling. I think that's the biggest issue. Once they figure that out, I think he's going to be sad. I think they, they need to just figure out what he likes, build a scheme out of it, build an offense out of it, and then make it work. I mean, deep shots, well, he's, he's got a pretty decent deep ball, not the best statistically. Yeah. I would like to see them you know, minimize that, try to attack over the middle a little bit more, and then, of course, build off the running game. But, of course... Let's hop into my favorite segment that we could ever create. Waiver Wire God. Le'Veon Bell. Oh, what? 54% owned somehow. Actually, not somehow. I I, it's, it, I actually understand completely. It's, yeah, it's been understandable. Yeah, that's actually really understandable. 54% owned, but he's going to be the starting running back on the best offense in the NFL. That being said... You should probably relax on your expectations of Le'Veon Bell. We've had the sample size. We have seen the sample size, and we are not impressed with the sample size. Which meaning, I mean, you pick him up, not necessarily for you to start, but so your opponent does not grab him. Because, I mean, if he does get himself a touchdown, it's going to hurt. Yeah, I'm, I would start him. You would start him? I would start him. Okay. Okay. Because week 16 is Atlanta. I think he scores a touchdown. I think it could be a shootout. And if he's getting volume, as we say, or I say, volume, 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 he will be relevant. He's at least a flex option. And I think against Atlanta, you're looking at an RB2 at least. Le'Veon Bell? Yes, let's hear it. Or Mike Davis? Ooh. I mean, do you have to choose? I feel like you shouldn't have to choose that. You, you shouldn't have to choose, but I mean, right but you're now, just giving you're, me you're, an option. You're, well, you're competing for flex spots at this point. What's Carolina? Who, are they, who going, are they playing? Carolina's going against Washington. Ooh. I, I'm I think letting, I think it, it, it might be a horrible decision. I think I'm going left bell. I'm going left bell also. Okay. I, okay. I, at okay. this point, if Chris McCaffrey does not play, I would rather start somebody else in my flex spot. For example, I'll start Cole Beasley over Mar- uh, Mike Mike Davis. I would start. Wow. Well, uh, I don't know if I'd start Kiki QT over it, but I mean Washington's football team defense is good. Their defense is it's getting a little stingy. And Chris Carson, he had a rough day. Carlos Hyde happened to break a fifty yarder on them. Other than that, yeah. he didn't have a good day either. So I, I if you want to just knock Mike Davis is not going to break a fifty yard one on on the defense. Uh, I want to eliminate that. I expect him to have a Chris Carson type day. And even against the Packers, where we kind of expected him to bully them a little, uh, he was a little disappointing also. Uh, I know the game script didn't go his way, but I'm still not happy with it. Understandable. Understandable. The next guy, Tony Pollard. So if Zeke is out, you're picking up Pollard. As a keeper... If you're in a keeper league, especially in the championship, once you have your starting lineup, I'd keep him on my bench, see if anything happens to Zeke. Because if he goes down next year, Pollard would be an RB1. That's just a throw it out there for keepers. But what's the realistic chance that Zeke does not play? Zeke can get shut down. Coach McCarthy said it was in our best interest that he does not play this week against the Niners. So they might just say it is in our best interest for him to not play again this year. And if that happens, Tolly Pollard, he's an high-end RB2. Go ahead. uh, Sorry. Sorry for interrupting you, sir. Oh, yes, that was a little rude. It was so rude. Uh, They do play Philadelphia. Yes. Still start him right up. I'd start him. Okay. 
and still RB2. Yes, because okay. so when you have a weak offensive line, you cannot have that little slow, patient, bully type of persona at running back. You need a speed search to break through that offensive line because once they break through the offensive line, then it's just you no know, holds barred. You know, it's, can he make a play after that? Can he, can he dodge the secondary, juke a man, and then take it? He did that against the Niners. I mean, granted, he did almost nothing the whole game, and then he happened to break a 40-yarder on the Niners, and then that salvaged or made a huge day considering he also had another one-yard run against them. So, I mean, a speedster is difficult to gauge because he just needs one good carry. And six receptions, nine targets. They're going to use him in the pass game. So, in PPR, you got a good, good floor there. And when you're getting all the volume, even on a hard matchup, you should feel comfortable. You're going to have a low floor, and you're going to look good. It's a good spot start if Zeke does not play. But if Zeke does play, what are you going to do? Are you going to start Tony Pollard? No. 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 He's done? I'm staying away from him, yeah. yeah. I'd stay away from him. I can hold him on my bench just, just in case if there's – not for this year, mainly for next year as a keeper. Edo Smith, 3% owned. Never heard of him. Never heard of her. I am not starting a Falcons running back. Yeah, I do not trust him. I do not trust any. I try Todd Gurley. I don't trust uh, Brian Hill. But some people are desperate right now, and uh, Edo Smith just might be the little drug people are inhaling for that desperation. And, and you know, I'm definitely not going to inhale that drug. But you know who I am going to inhale? Okay, Ahmed Salvin. You got Salvin Ahmed. I didn't. I tell you how to pronounce his name. I did. I say it wrong again. You gotta add more emphasis on the H. Ahmed. No, 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 not that. Ahmed. Ah, like you know. Ahmed. You, you know when you take like a, a good sip of like vanilla coke. Ah, mem. Ahmed. Ahmed. Yeah, it, I'm it, horrible. Okay. <laughs> but Miami is going to destroy my Las Vegas Raiders. I, I, I don't see us winning. This no, game. no, no, this, and, no, no. And, I, I'm gonna disagree. Okay, cool. Give me one sec. Okay. Uh, and it's I don't think it's gonna go well. But I think Ahmed has a chance to be that starting running back, for sure. The guy is very talented. I think he's going to get the workload. And if he's getting the workload against the Raiders, he's going to score a touchdown. He's going to have over 100 yards. and He's going to have a big day for you and potentially win you a championship. I think he is, for me, it's Lev Bell and then Ahmed. What, how do you feel about that? What if Miles Gaskin plays? I hope Miles Gaskin does not play. If he plays, I still think Ahmed is going to be relevant to a certain extent. Would I want to start him? You don't want to take that risk on a championship game because you don't really know what the split's going to be, but he is going to be involved. I think if it is, it would be a 50-50 split. He he should get reps on a regular basis. He He's will get shown reps. that. So he had over 120 rushing yards, right? Absolutely. Matt Breida had 12 carries for 86 rushing yards himself. Killing it. Uh, I do not expect all of them to have phenomenal days. No. Such as this one against the Patriots defense. Uh, I'm a little skeptical. Okay. 34% owned shows that he ha- he is trusted, and he has been trustworthy in the past, so he's definitely worth looking at. But I also want to disagree with the Patri- uh, Sorry, the Dolphins destroying. The, the Raiders. The yeah, Raiders. Yeah. I love it. Keep on, Bring it. Bring me happiness. M- Mariota was fun to watch. Mariota was very fun to watch, and honestly – Sorry, Carr. I I want to see Mariota in this offense. I want to see the option. I want to see it opening up. I think that's it's going to be huge for Jacobs too. I I'm leaning very heavily to Mariota right now. I mean, it's kind of like it's not necessarily Jalen Hurts to Carson Wentz, but when you when you spice it up, add a mobile quarterback, add the read option to your offense, it's a different element. And something else the defense has to worry about is just a little bit easier for the offense to work. And with that, how big our offensive line is, we can move people. That's something that is not an issue. We can move any defensive line in the league. They are massive, and they play very well on the run. So with Mariota and Jacobs, it could be a little dangerous. It could For be sure. a little dangerous. A little dangerous. I had a little Darren Waller in there because he, he was targeting Darren Waller. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was you, have, it you have to. It, the offense just looked better. Am, am I wrong on it that? Looked, it it looked, just looks so much better. To it me. is the Chargers defense. 
It's not yes. a great defense. And it's also a, you know, when you just come in, nothing to lose, mm-hmm. and you just huck the ball. Absolutely. So if he starts against Dolphins, he has something to lose this game because yeah. now, now he's trying out for the starting role. He's trying out for maybe another team's starting role. I think uh, I think calms down a little bit, especially against the Dolphins defense. I am going to go ahead and start my Dolphins defense against Mariota, but I'm definitely interested in this game. And uh, uh, if you think about it, these are two Hawaiian quarterbacks. I like it. There's two Hawaiian quarterbacks on both sides of the football. I think uh, all of Hawaii will be watching this game, and uh, so will I, honestly. It, it, will, it will be a good matchup. I'm going to cut in front of you okay. and steal someone from Aww. you. Jalen Hurts. I have to talk about my guy. Okay, I have to talk about him. He... I would honestly feel comfortable starting him in the championship too. game. I don't know how you're feeling about Against that. Against Dallas? Dallas is – is. I could see him put up 45. I, I think the safe floor for him right now is going to be 28. That's honestly, a safe floor? I think that's a safe floor for him. I, I think he's some go- rushing touchdowns. I, I think he's going to put up a massive amount of points. I think he's going to do very well. I love what he said. He's like, I don't care if it's my second start. Okay? Okay. I want to win. I don't want to make excuses. He was thoroughly irritated they did not win against the Cardinals. Was he? He was. I mean, they're and, in the playoff run. And it's it's understandable, and I, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear that fire from my quarterback. I want to hear him. You know, I he not exactly, but reminds me what happened with Lamar Jackson. And I could see that next year, having a massive year, potentially if Wentz is not there and he's the starter. I might be ahead of myself here, but... That's what my gut's feeling. That's what fantasy Jesus is feeling. Oh, God. How are you feeling? Oh, you're screwed now. I know. So, I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts, he came into Lamar Jackson. He took the starting role late into the year. Mm-hmm. And when they made it to the playoff times, everybody was saying, should they start Joe Flacco? Mm-hmm. And uh, and John Harbaugh, he said, no, I'm starting my guy. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. That's his name. There we go. <laughs> you had and to pause the emphasis. Yeah, the, the need it, to be you know? emphasized. Absolutely. And, and, and it never looked back since. And he's had an MVP season. So I mean, I would not be surprised if Jalen Hurts comes out, enhances that offense, which he has. He has elevates them to playoffs, and then they make a run. Because uh, once you get a little spark, it transfers to every side of the field, whether that's on defense, special teams, coaching, the bench, everywhere. They've been horrible. On offense for a while, that defense is is a pretty good defense. It's not bad. They got so a line. you you got to be demoralized when you know even if you make a stop, your offense probably isn't going to do anything. I th- I think there's a little fire, like you were saying. There's fire behind it. Mm-hmm. Hurts changed the game a little bit, and I think this Eagles team is going to keep progressing a little bit. And I think Hurts does not let go of this position. I think he's going to be great next year too. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to agree with you there. I'm going to make a small segue to a completely off topic that we talked it. about last week when mm-hmm. I made my wide receiver rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Brandon Ayuk Ooh, being number eight. Correct. And uh, he, we, we, you asked, is, he's gonna, is he going to score more than 15 fantasy points? It was something like that, yes. Yes. Uh, I just want to let you know, at half point PPR, Ooh. he currently Give has... 18 fantasy points. Ooh, are you feeling? How do you feel right now? I, I just feel correct. You're just feeling. You're feeling juicy. I just so, feel correct. So is he in the top 10? I am going do to look know? that up right now. Perfect. For you. I'm looking that Perfect. up right now. So I'm gonna segue into the next person while you're doing that. Okay. Uh, I'll leave you your tight end, or you want me to take it? You could take the tight okay. end. Okay. Logan Thomas, I talked about last week. He played just great, and we talked about it a little bit earlier in the segue, but. You know, you got to feel comfortable with him. 15 targets, 101 yards. He is a guy that you have to have, and you can line him up, start him, feel comfortable. He's going to be a tight end one for you. I have no doubt in my mind. Even with Haskins in, great matchup against Carolina. He's a guy you can put out there. If you need a tight end, you got to feel comfortable with, with a low floor. Line him up, start him. He could win you weeks. Absolutely in championship, too. Wide receiver 10. So, oh, you missed it by one. But beautiful. By one. Be- beautiful. We're just killing it. Thank you. Just killing it. That's what in the we do. That's right what we do. Absolutely. I Why love it. Ten? So, Ayuk is probably a keeper for a lot of people. He is a keeper for what a lot are of we, people. Because you're a Niner guy and you okay. like your Ayuk. Okay. Okay. What are we looking for next year? Like, what are we expecting from him next year? You see a little downtrend, you see him increasing a little bit, or kind of on the same level how he's doing on the back end of the year? I think uh, he's going to be a thousand yard receiver. Okay, but I mean, with an extra game, a thousand yard receiver might not be the 
you know, the top of the top of the tier. Yeah, absolutely. It might be an expected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you know, it's hard to say. Wide receiver two. He's going to be high end wide. He's going to be a high end wide receiver two, borderline must start type player. I think, in my opinion, but this all depends what happens with Debo Samuel. Is he healthy? Do they add another weapon? Do they add another quarterback? Do they add you know all that good stuff? I'm stirring the pot here. Okay, I'm gonna throw you a little hypothetical. All right, all right. Debo Samuel's healthy. Okay. All right. Brandon Ayuk's there. Okay. Okay. So obviously both of them are going to be in the field. Yes. OBJ's on that team. Huh. How are we looking? That affects everything. That, af- that, that throws. Everything. I got to throw it in yeah, there for you, baby. Everything. I got to throw it in there for you. First, is OBJ more productive than Ayuk? Or is Ayuk more productive than him? Or is Debo? I got to believe. Oh, I got Shanahan, you. Got the deep. You got the deep voice going to you. Excited I, about the question. I gotta believe Shanahan okay. could make OBJ a wide receiver one. Back to his glory days. Are, I gotta believe that he can do something like that. Are we talking a wide receiver one, or are we talking about top five wide receiver, and just lining them up? And, and just to make it easier for you, they're all healthy. Yes, full year. OBJ will be a if you know hypothetically if he was on the Niners, he yep. would be a. Robert Woods type of caliber killing it where he's you know he's not necessarily the best elite top tier wide receiver one he's basically must start every week consistent yeah very consistent and I I love that take okay I love it all right so Russell Gage I want to talk about him a little bit 24% owned he had a good day he had himself a touchdown he had himself some nice yards and uh with no Julio Jones I would pick him up. I'd use a waiver claim for him. I'd spend some fab on him, and uh, I would try to pick him up, especially if Julio gets shut down for the season, and uh, put him in my wide receiver three. I'll put him in my flex, no problem. I'll put him if Julio's not playing. I'll put him over Mike Davis. How about that? Is that? Yeah, I, I would. I hundred percent agree. Okay. So I think great matchup with Kansas City. Probably gonna be a shootout. Yes. So Julio's not there. Line him up. Start him. Feel comfortable. Could be a wide receiver, too. They can't run the ball properly. The Chiefs are pretty good at stopping the run. They're I'm gonna not going to do anything with uh, the, the running backs there. So I'm going to go and go ahead and uh, go on Russell Gage. Absolutely. So this one's a fun one. Chad okay. Hansen. This is a I want to drop disrespect on my opponent. Okay. Or I want to keep her going into next year, considering uh, Brandon Cooks always finds a way to find himself on another team. Uh, Chad Hansen, we talked about him a handful of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he's been productive ever since he joined the active roster on the Texans, and he found himself another touchdown this week. If he gets activated again, which I anticipate him being activated for the rest of the season, uh, I think he has a safe floor with Deshaun Watson being there at quarterback. Do you think he's like an Amendola type? Almost to a certain extent. I don't know. A little I, I, Edelman I, type to a certain extent. Like, I, There's one reason why you're saying that. I'm not going to go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not, not going to entertain that idea. Can you explain idea. further? No, no, no. Sorry. You sure? No, yeah. Okay. Uh, people can figure it we'll out. We'll come no. back to it later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what type of receiver he is yet. You know, I haven't seen enough of him to compare him to another one, but all I know, he's been productive since he's gone onto the field. He's not pretty. He's not a pretty name, but when your name's Chad... Oh, you got a little something to him, you know. What's up, Chad? Chad. Chad. Oh, Chad Bradenthod. Oh, oh, sorry. God. Anyways. God, you having fun over there? Yeah, I'm having a blast. So let's segue into our last one. Washington defense, 34% owned. I love Washington defense. Don't get me wrong. Playing Carolina. Does that affect your decision-making at all? That enhances my decision-making. Ooh, give my me the rundown. Against a weak defense, Teddy Bridgewater destroys them. Okay. He, he he throws dots on him against an elite defense. He struggles okay. against a good pass rush. He struggles against a good secondary. He struggles. And a lot of quarterbacks are struggling. I mean, you th- think of it this way. If Russell Wilson's struggling, he's going to struggle. It's, I like it and I understand it. Okay. And would I start him in the championship? Yeah, if, I could definitely start him in the championship. Uh, there's a lot of streamers out there. There is. And Thirty-four percent own defense. That's a streamer right there. That's streaming range. I mean, you're not going to be able to pick up the Dolphins' defense at this point, and you're not starting the Patriots' defense anymore. No. They lost their best corner. Uh, you know, chances are you didn't pick up somebody like the Browns' defense, and if you did, you know, you might be inclined to starting them regardless. But at, at this point, Washington defense is championship starter caliber defense. I recommend going at them. Yeah. So I'm going to throw a curveball. Okay. I think Washington wins this. Okay. I think McLaurin has a huge day. Okay. 
And I think Dwayne Haskins does not look atrocious. I'm not saying he's going to look good. I think he still looks bad. But I think they get the win. I'm with you. Following me all I'm all following counts. so far. I'm following. That's it. That's all I got there. Oh, that's okay. my curveball. Okay. Uh, that's a curveball. That's my little curveball. Maybe was... it's a little changeup that didn't dip. It was just a slow fastball. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. 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 It just hung there. It hung there. I threw it to you, and you hit it out of the park. Okay, cool. I mean, I, you're welcome. I'm not saying I do that often, but I've been known to do it. Absolutely. So, any any other honorable mentions, or are we good to go? Th- these are the only people that we could probably recommend starting on a championship type roster. Because chances are, you got a good team if you're there. I mean, th- there has been a lot of people that squeaked their way in, but uh, chances are, you, you got somebody you can hold your hat on knowing that he can help you put up some fantasy points these guys are just uh, surrounding characters just in case you happen to get injured this week or that you have a very difficult matchup or you're playing keep away at this point because uh half the game is mind games and uh you, you want to win at all fours i like it so you gotta send off for everybody good luck all right and we know you're gonna do well we know you're gonna do well we'll see you next time good luck everybody Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 